Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome back to the Psych Legal Pop Podcast. This is a podcast where we talk about popular culture through the lens of an attorney and a psychotherapist. I'm the therapist, Tess Brigham. And I'm Brooke Brigham. I'm the attorney. So today we are talking about sister wives. We are going through our... It's a journey. It really is. Um, we are season two, episode 10, Gambling on the future and this is when the browns flee 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 i mean truly flee flee Utah. for, for uh, religious freedom yes for religious freedom cody is he is one of our he is like one of our founding fathers yeah and las vegas is his plymouth rock, plymouth rock. yes wow. people this is what we're dealing with <laughs> <laughs> this is what we're dealing oh with. Oh my gosh, a lot happens in this oof boy. in this uh, 42 minutes. Yes, it's it a, is a it lot. Is jammed pack. And um you know, it really it starts out with very serious music. <laughs> and I can I just set this up for you because I took the time to write it down, which is serious music, visual Cody no words, just Cody looking pensive. And then we're flashback to Cody, the first episode in his car, talking about his faith. The Chiron, April 2nd, 2010, back to Cody, no words, just pensive, flashing back. There's Cody with his wives. There's Mary, Janelle, Christine, back to Cody, silent, pensive, back to Robin. You know, they're getting married. You know, it's just what? What is Cody going to do? He <laughs> has to protect his, his family. Yes. And then we're back to Cody and Cody says, well, the city of Lehigh has finished their investigation and they've turned over their findings to the district attorney. And they, as a family, mm-hmm. have decided to move to Nevada. Now, when when did they have that family <laughs> vote? <laughs> Who who decided to move? Yes, because I thought that was really interesting. Because no, not as a family. No, there were a lot of dissenters. Yes, there were. 
Of course, everything has to be so dramatic. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so then he breaks it to the family. Well, yeah. some, most of the family knows. Basically, he has to break it to the little kids, and they're all sitting in the living room. And I love this. He says, who likes being a family? And, um, you know, so weird. most of the little kids raise their hands. McKelty did not raise her hand. <laughs> The best is like Mary raises her hand. Like, yeah. yeah, I like I like to be part of a family. Yeah, Mary, this isn't for you. But um <laughs> and then Cody asks, Are we a special family? <laughs> and uh he says, We want to keep the family together. Nothing can break it. So because of the circumstances, we are moving to Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. And everyone kind of gasps and um Gwen says, I like this home. You're out of your mind. <laughs> Gwen has always been the truth teller. Yes, she is. Yeah. She, what a weird, but isn't that the most bizarre way of telling your family? Yes. Like, what is going on? And did you notice that Christine and Janelle were completely absent? They were not there at all. Yeah. I Only did Robin and Mary were the, were the other wives that were there. Yeah. Well, and also he says, because of the circumstances with moving to Las Vegas, well, what has he told these little kids, the circumstances? Like, do they even understand what is happening? But they freely talk about police and, yeah. And the, you know, so I, every time they hear a siren, everyone, yeah. Yeah. So they know that part about it. Yeah. It's a little all over the place where they talk about it. And then Isabel, you know, what is she, seven at the time, asks a very good question. When are we going to move? <laughs> and Cody apologizes and he says, we've had to be secretive about this, you know. And I really think this is the only time we've ever heard Cody apologize to one of his kids. And he says, we need to move in three days. We're loading up in three days. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine the look on those kids' face? Oh, they're three- sobbing. Three days, and you can't tell anybody that we're moving right. in three days. Right. Unreal. They can't say goodbye to their friends. That I mean, this is horrible. I, I So I what I don't understand is, so is the idea that we can't say goodbye to anyone because they don't want anyone to alert media? They don't want anyone, they don't want them to alert the police? Wh- why can't they probably, tell their friends goodbye? Probably both. Well, just paranoia. I mean, they become paranoid. Mm-hmm. You know, like you said, every time, you know, the police car drives by or there's a siren, they they're freaking out. And then doesn't Mary say or one of them says something about how TMZ found out? Yeah. Christine, that later? that's that's later on. But yeah, they're par- that they're, triggers them really to flee. Yeah, they're paranoid. And so, yeah, we can't tell anyone. Um, but yeah, the kids are, Aurora was sobbing like yeah. crazy. Oh, yeah. she's, the best only, is, she's only been there five minutes. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh God. What well, Aurora sobs at everything. But the best is, is that Cody, well, Cody, of course, says every day we're here, we go deeper into deeper into fear. And then he says, he goes to Garrison. He says, how are you feeling, Garrison? Garrison says, it's heavy. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it is heavy, Garrison. You're right. Yeah. But yeah, to say to your kids, you can't tell anyone. And then then Cody says he has to readdress it with the older kids. And then this gets into this whole thing where Madison and Aspen have to stand up for Leon. 
because Leon goes to this private church school and apparently there is nothing for Leon in Las Vegas. And they think that Leon should be able to choose or to stay, I guess, Mm -hmm. and finish out the school year at at the very least. Mm -hmm. Oh, and And she has a list or they have a list. Oh yeah. You know, why, why it's important that they stay. Mm -hmm. That it's funny because, you know, we might look at Leon and think, oh, you know, uh, this thing about having to stay to put on the dance or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I can remember being 15 and 16 and you really kind of do think that you are yeah, kind of grown up, you know, and you have your own life and, and yeah. And, and yeah, for, for someone to just come along and just rip you out of that. I mean, it's really, yeah. Yeah. Drawing. I mean, I think it's it's very easy to make fun of Leon when he's like, well, the dance and yeah. the other no, people can't do it. it. I, but I yeah, agree. you're like, yeah, I, I mean, in your world, the dance and the school, that's everything. That's your whole life. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so it just gets worse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, and then, and then Cody talks about how God bestowed his responsibility onto Cody to care uh, for Leon until they are married. Mm-hmm. And that's why Leon or 18, can't, though. can't stay. Well, first, first he was saying 18, but then he changed it to when you're married. Mm. Okay. That was one of his reasons why, you know, mm-hmm. you know, where we go, when we go all, I think yes, he says so, that yes. you know, a couple of times too. Mm-hmm. Yes. So now next scene is we're at Robin's house. Now this was, I'm a little bit of a stickler about this. This really bugged me. It's Saturday night and they keep saying three days before the move. Well, really, you're all trying to leave Monday morning. Mm-hmm. Saturday night to Monday morning is not really three days. That's like two. I'm sorry. Yeah, and you're allegedly leaving early Monday morning. So yeah. Monday doesn't even count. You have to be ready in like 36 hours. Yeah. So, and, and Saturday is done. It's yeah, night. Saturday's it's dark over. Out. You have all day Sunday. You have a day. Yeah. <laughs> so stop saying three days. Stop saying three days. Um, and uh, so we learned that uh, Dayton's birthday is Sunday. They still don't know where they're going to. At this point, Saturday night, they still don't know where they're going to live. And Robin says that she's very angry with God, but she always pays for those thoughts later. <laughs> What's that all about? I was like, it always he uh, always humbles her. What do you think that's going on? What, what do you know. think that's about? Pays for it later. That's weird. Yeah. What do you what think that, that means? means? Do you think, well, I, maybe I shouldn't get into it. Do you think that she and Cody do some like role play? <laughs> some like, God, some God, God, uh, God and, role play? Yeah. <laughs> like you've been a very bad girl, Robin. <laughs> and this is God. This is God speaking. I'm going to have to punish you. <laughs> but when it's over, I will forgive you. Oh, totally. You know, they do some weird stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And Cody is just, he's on a tear. He's just Mm. running around. Oh, his ADD is on fire. Oh, he comes ripping and running into Robin's house. And Robin is lamenting how this is her fourth move in two years. Yeah. Oh, that Um, would really suck, though. I I feel for her in this moment. I really do. I do. Which means I kind of, yeah, calculated this. So that means. <clears throat> she she's in Las Vegas before that um well they're going to Las Vegas and before that is Lehigh before that is the TLC house 
Where was she living before that? A trailer, maybe? <laughs> a trailer, yeah. question mark. Yeah, because TLC moved her into that house in yeah. St. George, right? And then, so she was in the trailer. And then I'm sure they moved into that trailer when they divorced, right? She got the divorce. Right, or maybe... Trailer, uh, that house. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. Um, yeah, it's not good. This, no, it's just, yeah, everybody's it's a mess. Ups- everybody's Dating upset. in Aurora, fighting. The kids are stressed out. Oh, the kids are totally stressed out. Yeah, which is, it's just, and I can imagine for these kids, especially for Dayton, since he's on the spectrum, mm-hmm. for kids like that to move this it's much, a lot that's of a lot. I mean, yeah. it's a lot for any kid, period. But for a kid like Dayton, with you know neurodivergent it's really hard well in dayton's birthday party that night this is the Mm -hmm. famous scene where cody gives him twenty dollars for his birthday and then robin says oh (laughs) you can buy something for your new room um like you know maybe a dresser (laughs) and he just looks at her like uh No. no i'm gonna buy a toy but who says that and Ace and Caitlin always like they point this out that you know Dayton had to buy his own dresser, yes, <laughs> for his own house, yeah. But then we go back to this is my favorite part, right? Then we go back to we're now flashed over to Janelle's house, and Janelle is like, you know, packing books. But this is the best. Well, so Logan walks over and Janelle's like, Well, I'm he's like, What are you doing? And she's like, Well, I'm I'm packing books. He's like, Cookbooks, and she's like, I don't know, just books. And he's like, Well. Yeah, you're packing books because I've packed all the other books. Oh, like, I know. Of course, of course, Logan, Daddy Logan, Logan is taking is, care of everything. He has. He's organizing and packing Tupperware. Yes, <laughs> I mean, yes, yes. Yeah, and Janelle's house of all of them looks the most packed. Yes, you know? <laughs> no, because Logan because Logan's in charge. Has been up all night. Because yeah. Logan realizes that Saturday, unlike anybody else <laughs> in this house, Logan's the only one. L- Logan's the only one that's realized that. Saturday to Monday is not three days. Right. 36 it's hours. 36 hours. And he's going to be <laughs> up all night. Yes. You know, for the next two nights. And then he's got to drive all these fuckers to Las Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> and he knows. He is prepared. He's been there the longest. He knows yeah. how he knows how insane all this is going to yeah. be. And he knows he's got to <laughs> organize this Tupperware now or it's going to be bad on the other end. Right. <laughs> so he knows. And then, yeah. but what I thought was interesting too, Mary says that they moved into this house when Leon was 10. Mm-hmm. So really, Leon's, what, 16? They've only Fif- been there maybe six- 15. Oh, she ha- or they have their um, learner's permit, remember? So oh. I don't even think that they It wasn't even 16. six years. So I was like, God, you guys are really... Okay, so you haven't been there that long. I mean, I, I understand well, you like the house, but it, yeah. you're not that sunk into it. It's the longest they've lived anywhere though i think yeah. at this point Jeez. oh god yeah so, so it's the 11th hour mona finds them this big rental house for one month mm-hmm. but it's not available until tuesday yes oh hold on can i oh, wait hold on yes but real quick before this mm-hmm. you know we're back to this idea of why they're moving and I, you know we do see these interviews with the teens and it is, it's really hard to watch these teens defend their dad about this danger, right? They're like, mm-hmm. if we don't leave, our dad could go to prison and our family could be broken up. And it's a little bit of like, well, really? 
you know, it, it, it keeps coming back to what we talked about last time, which is, are they truly in danger? Mm-hmm. And were these kids lied to about the level of danger that they're in? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I just feel bad for them. I'm like, yeah. you told that you were in such danger. And then do you look back on this and realize like, oh, wait a second. We weren't in such danger. Like our father wasn't in such danger that we all had to flee. Right. Because our father didn't want to lose the show. Well, and also the way he explains it to them, like we're, we're in danger, you know, yeah. I could go to prison. We could be separated. Ugh, okay, Cody, it's not that dramatic. This isn't, you know, a hundred years ago or whatever, when that thing happened to um, Christine's grandfather and it happened to the grandfather because he, it was a, it was done for, I'm sure to make an example out of him because he was the head of the church. Mm-hmm. You know, he wasn't just rando. So, well, Cody thinks so highly of himself. He, <laughs> he probably does. thinks like they're going to make an example out of right. me. But it's like, no, Cody, like if if you're going to be honest with your kids, just tell them what the truth is, which is TLC doesn't want to get in trouble. So they're going to, you know. Yeah. If we want to continue on this show, we got to go somewhere yeah. else. But yeah. So now we're back. Cody's at Robin's house and they're on the phone with Janelle telling her about the rental house. So yeah, and then Mona working all night. It's now Saturday yeah. night. Mona's at her office working for these people. Yeah. But they can't they can't get into it until Tuesday. But Janelle doesn't want to delay a day. And now I'm confused because I thought Janelle was with Christine on I don't want to leave Utah. But now Janelle's paranoid and wants to go. Yeah. Did I, I miss that? Well, no, I think Janelle really wasn't that vocal about uh, what she thought until this episode. I thought, I don't remember yeah. what, what her okay. position was. And I guess I thought she was more neutral and didn't really care and didn't, wasn't worried. Well, I mean, I think she got sucked in by all this paranoia and then all the, oh, I guess a sheriff drove by, mm-hmm. you know, again. And um, Christine's like, that's why we're moving right there. You know, yeah. everyone's just in a tizzy and you know, no one's thinking straight. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's just like every time, you know, Cody's like, oh, I was always idolized the police and thought they were so cool. And, you know, the girls were walking down to the store and they saw a policeman. It's like, you know, the police do, <laughs> they do have patrol. to be on the yeah. street. You know, they do, they do job. have to exist outside of you and your issues and your, your problems. Oh, and oh, I love God. this when they were talking about the rental, um, Cody says Robin is kind of hesitant about the rental because she's never shared a kitchen with the other wives. And I'm just like, what in the hell went down in that kitchen, (laughs) you know, 20 years ago in Wyoming that these people are traumatized by it. I think, I think, and it's what we read in the book. Mm -hmm. I think this is all the stuff between Janelle and and Mary. Mary. I think, I don't think Christine's got anything to do with it. No, I think it's all Janelle and Mary and how, I know Mary was a Mary was a tyrant to Janelle and how Janelle kind of responded to it. And Cody just being Cody can never just kind of like, let it lie. Like not say anything about it. Mm -hmm. has to like make some sort of dig and ha ha ha. She, she's never, you know, you know, shared a kitchen. It's like, Cody, it's 30 days. Like, right. You found a place. Work it out. Let's just move. Let's move forward. You've got 36 hours, Cody. (laughs) Focus on something more productive. Yeah, exactly. Kitchen. 
So Leon's having a very hard time. They're resisting packing their room. And then Mary says something. Mary's trying to make it, make the best of it. And then Mary says, you heard your father's answer, which <laughs> Such a gross, gross male chauvinist, right? Like dad's dad's yeah. way goes. It's, it's just, uh, and that's uh, that's what I wonder about. I wonder if Mary, if Mary thought maybe Leon should stay, and why couldn't Leon stay with a relative, right? And if that w- would that have been better for Leon? I don't, I don't know. I have no idea. But yeah. Yeah, so Leon finally accepts and yeah, starts and it's, it's going to happen. So Cody in a whirlwind goes back to the big house, and but they can't take everything. So this, oh my gosh, this off the rails, and and it was just like so. In the midst of all of this, okay, they've known for a while that they're going to leave. They've yeah. known they they've they've made this decision. They've known that they needed to do this over the break. So they've, they're just now 36 hours out talking about like, well, what are we taking? Yeah. What are we going to take? What are we transporting? And how are we going to take these things physically from Utah to Nevada? Yeah. And like Janelle is talking about how she, cause Cody's saying, even if we just take, you know, the essentials, um, which they took a lot more than the essentials. Um, they took a lot of stuff. Um, he says, we, it's not all going to fit in this trailer. We need, they need a big truck Mm -hmm. and she doesn't want to, well, I think she doesn't, it's funny. He has to run every financial thing by her, Yeah, but I don't think she wants to spend the money. And then she doesn't want to draw attention to them. And of course, when they pull out of town, they have several trucks. Yeah. I was going (laughs) to say, you don't want to draw, Janelle, you don't want to draw attention to yourself. Do you think maybe the camera crew? Do you right. think the camera crew isn't, right. isn't necessarily drawing attention to you? The big bright lights. And, well, yeah. yeah. So this next, then then there's this other separate argument about do we do Monday or Tuesday, right? Because mm. they were supposed to leave Monday. But when Mona said, oh, you can get in on Tuesday, Cody's like, okay, well, let's just leave Tuesday because obviously we're not really ready to leave Monday. Mm-hmm. And Janelle's like, I just want to go. I want to go. I want to get out of here. So now we're at this back and forth. And... I don't know. I was with Cody on this one. I was just like, you have nowhere to go. Right. Like, why would you leave? And you're so ill-prepared. Why not wait till Tuesday? But what is one day going to do? Well, it turned out to be actually probably a good decision to yeah. leave Monday night because it took them like 24 hours to get yeah. there. Which Oh, no, they didn't even get. Yeah, we'll, we'll get we'll, into we'll that. Get I mean, but in the moment when we didn't know any of this stuff, I was with Cody on that. But um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Janelle's just she's really shaken. She's crying and oh God, this is the most emotional I yeah. think we'd, up until this point we'd ever seen Janelle. And then Cody makes the executive decision that uh they're leaving Tuesday at 6 30 a.m. I'm like, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Janelle says that she and Cody are in a really bad place and she like wants to get out of there and she's mad that he wants to play it off the cuff. But I'm like, Janelle. You see who you married, right? Like, it's always been off the cuff right. with Cody. Like, give me a break, you know? And she's like, I just feel like we're at risk. I'm like, no, you're not. You know what? I mean, risk at... So let, here's a legal question. Mm-hmm. So they've given... So the findings have been given to the district attorney. Mm-hmm. What would it matter if if Cody went 
to Las Vegas Monday versus Tuesday versus Wednesday, if they were going to charge him, would it matter if he was across state lines? Well, I mean, they'd have to extradite him. Okay. Can you extradite someone from Las Vegas to Utah? Isn't it the same country, right? We're all in the same country. Well, it's state extradition is not just an international thing. It is a state by state. Oh, it is. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're arrested uh, in one state for a crime committed in another state, yeah, there's a whole extradition process. But if you commit a crime in Utah Mm -hmm. and you're in Nevada, don't you just work with, doesn't Nevada and Utah work together to get the person back to Utah? Um, they do, but you have a right as a defendant to fight extradition. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a, there would be a hearing and there'd be a whole legal process. Um, or he would just, you know, consent to it and just do it. But I mean, here's the thing. Okay, we don't know. They said that the city of Lehigh just finished their thing and turned it over to the DA. Well, we don't know. Was that a day ago, two days ago, a month ago? I don't know. And, you know, these things move kind of slowly. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like they seem to think that anytime they hear a siren, it's just someone coming to get him. Yeah. Coming to arrest him. And let's just say hypothetically, even if he was arrested, um, you know, he'd probably be released or be able to post bail. Nothing's going to happen. You know the, how slowly the judicial yeah. system works. You know, they'd get a lawyer and, you know, this is such a crappy case for the DA because there's no crimes involved. This is like Warren Jeffs or, you know, it's very overblown. I mean, they are serious charges if you're charged, but they could have taken a couple weeks probably. Yeah. (laughs) And moved properly. They probably could have even moved in the summertime. Do you right. know what I mean? After the end of the school year. Yeah, and also, yeah, year. I wonder if they consulted with any attorneys in this process, you mm-hmm. know. That's why I think more and more and more. I wonder if TLC said to them, well, then maybe we're going to stop filming. Mm-hmm. And then let's, if you want to stick it out and wait till the summer, then let's, we'll come back around. I think that it was really, truly like strike while the iron's hot. Right. We want, if you want the show to keep going, if you want this to do this, then we cannot film in Utah anymore. Let's go. And I think, and I think when they talked about like betting and betting on our future and and going all in and quitting our jobs, that's what they were betting on, which Mm -hmm. is we're quitting our jobs and going all in on this show Mm -hmm. and on fame Mm -hmm. and what they can, what that will do for us. Because all of a sudden when they got to Vegas, it was all about, starting family businesses and mm-hmm. gyms and doing all this stuff. It was all about like working together, which they'd never wanted to do before mm-hmm. ever, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. The, and they claim that they couldn't just work anywhere because they're such big celebrities now, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. So no, this is just, uh, you know, they're just getting whipped up and this, and it's great TV. Yeah, it is. Jeez. <laughs> you know, it's very entertaining. But, um, yeah, so then they, I guess this is when they actually have Dayton's birthday party. Yes. And Cody, does he make, I wrote down here that he got choked up. Did he make, he made some speech or something. He always makes it about himself. You know, it's it's like Dayton's birthday. Can we just not talk about your, how you're being persecuted (laughs) and, you know, just let the kid have his party. God. God. I mean, geez, the poor kid is, Uh, you know, he's, he's having to move again. Justice for Dayton. I mean, he is poor Dayton. Justice for Dayton. 
he he really he's been through so much in the last umpteen years. Can he just have one night to himself? Really, it's good to enjoy your tenth birthday or whatever yeah. it is. So now we're at Monday morning. We're still packing, and this is when things go into overdrive because TMZ has found out that they're mm-hmm. moving, and because of that, they decide to leave ASAP. So now they are truly fleeing, and the place I mean, <laughs> it's it a mess. is a mess. It looks like. I mean, I don't even know, like a hurricane hit it. And Daddy yeah. Logan is, Ugh. oh, he He's... is policing those boxes. He is on Payton. What is this Payton? What is this? <laughs> there are 10 Payton boxes. And he's yeah. like, this, you know, he's like, this is out. This is out. He's because frantically the, loading yeah. up this truck. He's just frantically packing. He's saying there's not enough time. Yes. <laughs> I mean, it is, it's unreal they yeah. have, you know, so many people and a limited amount of space because I guess what what do they have? They have the five cars and a they trailer, had a, a big moving truck and one big moving truck. And they have to move all their beds, but probably no furniture. But why did they need all those beds? Like, where were they going to put? The, they're just moving into that rental home. Like, where were they going to put these beds? beds and then when i guess when they move into the actual homes the i don't know i don't know I what don't they're know. thinking was, i don't know honestly if they were that afraid they should have just taken enough you know clothes or whatever mm-hmm. for a few weeks and here's an idea pay someone to to go into your house mm-hmm. you know and pack it up and move it you can actually pay people to do that yeah i don't but, think they had any money well I mean, they could have tried to get it out of TLC. I know they didn't have any money, but yeah, these people are so adverse to paying for moving. I mean, they've never paid. They're just always moving. Yeah. And they just make their kids do it. Well, yeah. And that's a good question. Well, and Cody did say earlier in the episode, he did say like, listen, we need to think about this like vacation, like your clothes, your essential, you know, and when people are fleeing, that's what they bring clothes, Mm -hmm. You know, your toiletries, right. you know, your ID, some, but some they're basics. bringing kitchen stuff and like, and they probably, books. they you don't pro- need all yeah. the books and books and they all that. They probably kind of were brought all their pantry food because, you know, they got to save money. They got to mm-hmm. like make, cook and make food. So I don't know. Anyway, so they, but Robin's house is a rental. So it, they probably want their deposit back or TLC said, we need yeah, our deposit back. You need back. to clean so all your shit out of here. They had to clean that out. And the best is Robin's there and Robin's crying. And he's, she says, this is not the America that I learned about when I was in school. And I'm going to tell you something, Robin. <laughs> this is the America. <laughs> Welcome to America, Robin, because right. this country is our entire country has been founded on people that have come in and trampled on right. other people. We have, you know, we are awful, awful, awful yeah. people. Our forefathers and for terrible like, people, terrible slave people. owners. We, yes, we have enslaved people. <sighs> we have you know, come in and take in other people's land. Mm-hmm. We have raped and pillaged. We are awful people. Awful. Yeah. This is the America. This right. is religious freedom, all this kind of crap. All of, yes. This, this, what you're doing, Robin, is nothing. This is, this is small, teeny tiny. This she's, ain't nothing. She's just not 
Erica, uh, I learned about just school. Yeah, it's not, the, it's not the America you learned no, about. No, in school, school it's whitewashed. Yeah, in school, you learn a bunch of propaganda. So yeah, that's yeah. what you learned. Well, now you're learning about the real America. What yeah. It, what it's really like. Yeah. So anyway, I was like, oh, God, you got to be kidding me here. And then they show Janelle oh. she's just furiously <laughs> walking down the street, pissed as hell. She says, oh, it's, a, it's a brain damage to move this group. It's frustrating. Yeah. <laughs> she, and then, but I think TLC was playing this, right? The, the, the sirens, like the sirens oh, and the yeah. panic of the sirens. <laughs> more, more like, sirens. You know, I mean, come on, people. Yeah, it was just, right. Like, this is a small town. That, they've never heard so many sirens. Yeah. So back at Robin's house, everyone has to gather around and they pray. And Cody says they are just going to drive and drive and drive until they can't drive any longer. And that's when God said, ha, 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 ha. (laughs) (laughs) That's what you get for leaving in the middle of the night. (laughs) And you think that you can get anywhere. You think you're so smart. (laughs) But yeah, so when they're taking off, yeah, they have this huge moving truck, which Mary is driving. Yes. And then they have two cars are pulling trailers. Oh, so they have two trailers. Okay. Yeah. And then um, one of the cars, I think, is like a minivan and one's like a, a Christine's Suburban. And then Robin is driving Cody's Lexus. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they start playing this weird song about how Jesus wants me as a sunbeam. That really yeah, strange that. song. Yeah. Cause they're, and then visuals over the homes. And the home just ran <laughs> of the trashed, of <laughs> ransacked, trashed. yeah, ransacked house. It's completely. It looks like it. Yeah, like the FBI came in there and conducted a raid. Yes. Well, and also because the one room, I where they let the kids ride all over the walls. Oh, I mean, yeah. it looks like an abandoned, like a crack, crack house. Yeah. yeah. I mean, just awful. <laughs> yeah, they just keep showing these sad pictures of every room, and it's like, oh wow. So, so now this is Monday night. So, Brooke, would you like to take us on this journey? Because <laughs> it was painful. Well, about 11 or 12 miles. <coughs> excuse me. Well, the, they've made it 11 or 12 miles. Um, the Lexus uh, tire comes off the rim and the tire is just shredded. So everybody stops on the side of the road. Um, they had, to, I guess Robin's kids were in the car with her. They had to put her kids in another car and there's only one place that's open and they say it's Martin Luther King day. So no places were, were open. And it's like, no, no places are open because it's like 10 o'clock at night. Yeah. That's <laughs> nothing to do with Martin Luther King day. Um, so the only place open doesn't have the right size of tire. So Cody just gets one size up. He says, it'll work. But he has to replace two tires to make it even. So that takes about two hours. Then they start driving. Then they get a whole one mile. Mm. Christine gets a flat tire in the van. But now the tire store is closed. So they've gone about, uh, Logan says, uh, they've gone about 25 miles in two to three hours. Heck of a good start. And he's just laughing. Logan is just yeah. like, uh, God, I mean, he he expected it. He knew it. Again, I know you're fleeing and everything, mm-hmm. but why are all your cars in such bad condition? Like, yeah. 
Yeah. Wh- that why? was the other part of it too, right? Which is, yeah, sorry. Like y- you just spent a bunch of money. You have this Lexus that you love, right? right. That you just spent a bunch of money on two tires that aren't even the right tires. Yeah. How much did that cost you? You know? Oh, I know. Just a waste, a waste of money. It would have been a lot cheaper to just, you know, uh, maintain your car, Cody. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So the, the tire store is closed. So they try to use the spare tire in Janelle's car. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is just some Jerry. It has the stuff. same lug nut system. Right. So Cody, who knows everything, he's like, um, oh, it'll work. It'll work. It's got the same thing. But no, um, when they try to take it off, take off the tire, the nuts break. And he says something like, is this a sign? <laughs> and it's like, no, <laughs> it's just a byproduct of your stupidity. You know, yeah. so don't try to blame it on God. Now, this is, this is your fault, Cody. So then they have to get uh, some hotel rooms. Yeah. Well, this was this whole thing where like he puts on this, he puts on the spare, it doesn't work. Then he puts on the actual spare from Christine's car that they are supposed to put on lug nuts break. Then this is where he has a meltdown. He needs to hear a voice from God. And he says, you know, it suddenly occurred to me, the answer was so simple. And then I think someone approached him and said, you know, why don't we go get a hotel room for the <laughs> night? And then there's a tire place down the street. And yeah. it was like, oh, it was all so simple. It was like, yeah, that's what I was thinking the whole time. I would have done is, that. Why are like, you trying? Yeah, two hours ago. So- or yeah. I don't know. Why doesn't someone, when you're all crazy fleeing, go, you know what? Us all trying to leave at, you know, 10 o'clock at night on a mm-hmm. Monday night when we can't even get into this place with all of these kids mm-hmm. is insane. You know, why don't we all check our cars? You know, it's just all of it was just it's too much. Like nobody thinks anything through. And I think that this is a bit of. um, It's this weird it, it, it's it's because they constantly are on this weird line of. um part democracy part um cody makes all the Mm -hmm. rules part everything on faith (laughs) part you know not really truthful about what's driving the decisions it's it's you know part his add you know part poor planning it's like all of these weird things where they arrive to how they make decisions and all of this could have been like sitting down thinking this through making a decision like being honest, telling the kids some some version that feels mm-hmm. okay, but not, you don't have to tell them the full truth, but being honest enough with them about really what's going on, being fair to the kids, explaining to them, you don't need to flee, like leaving like a normal person, right? you know, and not, and, and checking, and checking all your cars out. Yeah. You know, if, if you learn nothing else from this show, this whole sister wives, franchise maintain your cars yes <laughs> you know get yes. take them in at, at the recommended you know every so many miles check your tires get everything in spe- i mean good lord yeah oh yeah <sighs> so, oh so now we're at tuesday morning everything's fixed everything's fixed oh, everyone's had a meet you know everyone's had a good night's sleep but so they've now now we see them they've traveled 200 miles they, they've gotten 4 hours mm-hmm. 200 miles they're almost at Cedar City and the trailer starts wobbling another flat tire another flat tire oh my god 
So a highway uh, state trooper pulls over. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, no. I hope he didn't oh, have no. a siren on. I know. <laughs> Would have set everybody off. He's just checking to make sure that all these children that right. are out on the highway are not going to yeah. get run over. Yeah. You know, because he's him doing off his the side of the road. Because he's doing his job. Right. So it's been 24 hours since they've fleed their home. They've gone 200 miles. Yeah. And then Christine has a breakdown and I don't blame her because I think this entire time she's the one that's had the kids. Mm-hmm. She's been dealing with the kids. They're hungry. They're tired. Um, and Cody's just like, we're 60 miles to the Nevada border. We just got to go. We just got to cross that border. And yeah, get yeah. to freedom. To freedom. Yeah. And like I said, Vegas is Cody's Plymouth yeah. Rock. All, all he wants is religious yeah. freedom. All he wants is religious freedom. But isn't that, again, that's so fucking selfish. You can't pull pull over so your kids can get a snack or something mm-hmm. to eat, use the bathroom, stretch their legs. Nope, 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 gotta go. What an asshole. Yeah. Well, and also, yeah, I mean, and Chris, poor Christine is the one probably dealing with all of right. these children. She's, she's got, got a little, little Truly. Kid. She's yeah. probably driving. She's got Truly who's crying. Truly's in a car seat this whole time, yeah. you know, during this debacle. And, um... And you got a lot of little kids. And the other part of it too is like, where's, where was the food packed? You know, you know, they're not stopping for food for those kids. You know, they mm-hmm. had to pack them snacks. And yeah, I bet you anything, they're all along that highway that whole night. Then they go into the, the hotel. They probably had a horrible night, you know, not a great yeah. night's sleep. Then they're up again the next day, get back into the car. Like, and they were literally told three days earlier, you're leaving. Yeah. I mean, this what, is a, that's a nightmare. Yeah. Total nightmare. So they finally, finally get there to this rental house and Mona is there waiting. Yeah, poor Mona. And you know what? It's, isn't it Wednesday by now? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Isn't yeah. it? Wait. No, so they stay no. Monday night Or is night it Tuesday night? I think it's Tuesday night. Is yeah. it Tuesday night? So poor yeah. Mona is probably like, you know, it's probably so late for Mona. She's like, God damn it. I've had to wait. She's here been for waiting for hours yeah. to get them. But this is a new new chapter for them. Hey, did you notice in this last segment that Mary has like a new hairdo? She had like kind of a fluff. She got rid of the straight hair. It was like she kind of got like oh, a blowout. She kind of curled it up. A little yeah. Bit. yeah. Yeah. Well, and I don't know if it was the end of this. Maybe it's the beginning of the next episode because I kind of started watching the beginning of the next episode. But um, Cody brought, you know, they're fleeing and just bringing essentials. Cody brought his motorcycle. Did you see oh. that? No. The end of this I thought was great, which is the exchange with Maddie. Oh, where yeah. Maddie's there and Cody says to Maddie, what's wrong? And she goes, really? She says, I hate it here. I want to go home. Yeah. So she walks away and it was just like, Ooh. Okay, I Maddie. think that was a producer who asked her. I thought it was Cody. Uh, I think at the bottom it said Cody, but yeah. And then they play that stupid Sunbeam song. Oh, again. God, the Sunbeams again. Okay. That's the weirdest song. Yeah. Creeps me out. So, wow. Ah, whew, what an episode. Oh, God, fleeing. <clears throat> so much going on. So much fleeing. So the big news in the Sister Wives world uh, this week Mm-hmm. Is that Christine got engaged? Yes, to her king, Very exciting David. Um, yeah, 
super exciting. I mean, I, I knew it was probably coming, but it, you, you know, that's the whole thing. It's like, people are saying, oh, this is too fast. And whatever. But you, you realize that they've been together a lot longer. They just had to wait to announce it because remember season 17 was like at least a year or more behind where mm-hmm. we were when we were watching it, you know? Yeah. It was still like deep in the middle of COVID. And um, so, yeah, these shows are, we're watching them at least a year after they film. Mm-hmm. So Christine has been single and in Utah for a while. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I don't know how long she's been dating him. But anyway, who cares? They're in love. They're in their 50s. They know what they want. And, uh, you know, they're engaged. Yeah. Then um, I saw she posted on, um, she posted that, you know, she's planning her wedding and she was asking for local people in Utah to give her recommendations. Mm -hmm. And um, so I'm sure there's a wedding special, a wedding storyline, you know, Yes, and it's reported that he that he has been filming with them and that this whole thing, this engagement and the proposal and everything was filmed. This is all going to be, this is going to be her storyline. Wow. Yeah. I mean, this is what the report, obviously we don't know until the show comes out, but um, why wouldn't it be? I mean, she's sharing it all over social media and he seems totally fine with it. And um, so I was reading, you know, I had heard of this, this, person before there's this um uh this person on youtube and tiktok and all that called without a crystal ball have you ever heard of Mm -mm. that site it's really good i just started like following it and this woman has really really good information like she Mm -hmm. researches stuff goes and looks up deeds and all this she doesn't just look into a crystal ball no she gets without a crystal ball without a crystal ball yes she gets facts so, yeah, she reported that um, Christine and David bought a house, a 4,200-square-foot home in Utah, mm. um, on March 10th, 2023, uh, for $769,000. Wow. Four-bedroom, three-bath. And, yeah, so they're, they're just moving full steam ahead. And life is great for old Christine. Mm-hmm. And then some people, there were some... Uh, I don't, I, I don't think this came from without a crystal ball, but people are reporting that Janelle thinks that Christine's engagement is too quick and she's mm. not so sure about all this. I don't know if I believe that. Well, I don't, I don't think, I don't think Janelle would say that per se. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I, I had heard that, um, that before th- that, that, they had been dating for a lot longer before they announced their mm-hmm. yeah, relationship. Clearly. Um, because of the fact that we're so far behind that we were watching the unraveling right. of her relationship with Cody. And um, because I think that his daughter, uh, I think when when Christine and David went public, I think the daughter went public and said, oh my God, I've been wanting to talk about this forever. Mm-hmm. So I don't think it's as fast as everyone thinks. So I think that Janelle is known the whole time. And I think that Janelle is probably very happy for her. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because yeah, these, and the reality show contracts, you know, they're very strict 
about what you can say because they want to prevent spoilers. And yeah, so you don't ruin the whole show. And in fact, um, they said this woman said that the Browns have always kind of lied about their relationships for the show. And like, for instance, uh, it's kind of well known that um, Janelle marrying Christine had been estranged from Cody since 2016, despite what you saw on TV and that he and Robin were basically, it was just the two of them in Las Vegas and the other three just kind of lived there. But then why did they move to Flagstaff with him Mm. again? It could have just been to keep the show going, you know, because they, none of them wanted to move. Yeah. Well, except for Robin. So if they were already estranged from him and didn't have a good relationship with him, I don't know why they moved to Flagstaff, Hmm. but anyway, yeah, I mean, they have to do that. They have to do that to keep uh, this uh, television world believable. So that's the big news of the week. Yeah. That's exciting. It's very exciting. Very, very exciting. So I wonder if then what then if they were estranged when they were in Vegas, then why? Um, and she really never wanted to move to Flagstaff. Mm-hmm. Why move to Flagstaff if it was if it was only to keep the show going? Then, what was it about this time around for her? Right, because now she really put her foot down and said, well, I don't care about keeping the show going anymore. I'm really leaving you. I am going back to Utah. Well, maybe because she had built up her finances, you know, because that's when she started. Maybe once she got to Flagstaff, you know, she just put all her energy into like um, LuLaRoe. LuLaRoe. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, maybe she was just like, I don't know. Maybe in Flagstaff, she finally like got a therapist, started working on herself. Maybe it was her kids were grown. Mm -hmm. Her kids got older. She started working on herself. She got all the money together. She stopped giving it to him. Maybe Mm -hmm. she just was extracting her own funds. And she was like, and maybe because all the money was always going for the show was going to Cody. It was sort of like, listen, I don't need the show. Like, I'm not getting paid for the show anyway. Mm-hmm. If I don't have the show anymore, that's fine. Because I'm getting all this money anyway from yeah. these other avenues. Though, I mean, obviously she does well with Lulu Rowe and Plexus because of the show. I'm sorry. If I woke up yesterday right. and started right. selling Plexus, I wouldn't be where Christine is. Right. So that's part of it. But um. But I guess maybe she just gambled on the fact that like, okay, you know, I'll figure it out. Yeah. Her kids were still, yeah. Um, she still had kids at home, you know, more than just truly. I mean, mm-hmm. so I think it was the kids and the finances. And then once she got to Flagstaff and those things started to change and she was like, you know what? I'm already popular enough mm-hmm. without this. And yeah. I think she knew that they weren't just going to um, boot her off the show. You know? Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. And then, you know, it was kind of like, yeah, do it without me. See how it goes. Right. You know? And so what, it, I'm sorry, did you say that something about, and so has Cody said anything publicly? No, I don't. Not that I'm aware of. Mm. Okay. I'm sure well. he, sure he won't. I mm-hmm. mean, I don't think he's really said other than what he said on the TV show. I, I think he's keeping it quiet. 
Yeah. Because, yeah, he doesn't want to lose the show either. No, no, he doesn't. Well, I think I heard some rumblings that apparently he, I don't know, maybe this is just, this is like how rumors get started. I think I had heard some rumblings that he was mad that maybe David was using her for the show or something like, oh, now he's filming or something like that. But whatever, Cody. Yeah. like what? This is this guy's master plan. Yeah, like, he loses his wife, and what he starts, he starts. You know, he moves to Utah and oh, zeroes in on Christine, and this was his master plan for her to right. fall in love with him, and you know, get on this TLC right. show. I mean, well, I mean, right. the thing is, any guy who Christine ended up with was going to have to be okay with all of this. Was going to have to be okay with the show. Was going to have to be okay with. Mm-hmm. being featured on the show and everything because otherwise it, it wouldn't have worked because this is her livelihood mm-hmm. so you know i think he's just he's doing it because he loves her and he wants to be with her yeah you know and i'm sure he'll cooperate and he'll go along and he'll film the scenes and he'll do this or that but i don't think he really cares you know yeah yeah I wonder how they met though like i was wondering did some maybe someone set them up i can't see Christine, like really going on dating apps and stuff, but I'm sure they were set up by somebody and, you know, who probably knew that this guy would be okay with all of this. Yeah. Well, and he's a widower, right? Mm -hmm. And I don't think like male, you know, male widowers, I think don't stay single very long. I think Mm -hmm. that he was a widower. I think he was probably, you know, single for, you know, whatever length of time. And I think probably someone knew. And thought they would be a good Yeah, and I think he still has kids at home, too. Mm. Like, maybe one or two. Mm -hmm. So, they're kind of in the same boat, you know? Yeah. Now they're living their best lives out in Salt Lake. And, yeah, I hope she has a... I hope she has a fabulous wedding. I hope she... Listen, I hope she has a big white wedding dress and does all of that and has all that. She really didn't get it from Cody and no gross brown dress after you had a baby <laughs> that <crapola laughs> that she had to do for robin's wedding and, yeah never again yeah so i really hope she you know gets to be the star so it's it's very thrilling i'm happy for her yeah it's exciting i know i woke up that morning and i looked at instagram and that was the first thing that popped up and i was like, <gasps> oh <my God. laughs> like i sent it to you right away I yeah was i was like, like oh did you see this yeah and then we you know spent 20 minutes like how do we post this <laughs> Like idiots, yeah. like how do you post uh, to Instagram? Yeah, like, I know. How do we're, we get onto our social. Well, it was like more of like how do we get onto our podcast feed? Yeah, this and what's the password? <laughs> I know that's our biggest struggle. We're learning. Yes, we're, we're learning. All right. So, um, if you uh, enjoyed this podcast and you enjoy us, please hit the subscribe button so that you never miss an episode. Um, We'll be back on Thursday where we'll be wrapping up our coverage of Love is Blind season four, Mm -hmm. um, where we'll be talking about the weddings and the live um, uh, reunion. Um, and then, uh, if you enjoy this podcast and you, um, and you would like to say some kind words about it, please go to Apple and give us a five-star review and a rating and say some nice words. We'd appreciate it. And, uh, follow us on social media at Psych Legal Pop on Instagram and TikTok. And I think, is there anything else? Huh? I think that's it. I think that's it. All right. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. 
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com